Welcome to Our Love Ministries, where this is a Holy Spirit-led podcast. Good day to you. My name is Claire Carter, and I'm your host on this journey of becoming a disciple of Christ. The word for today is, with God, all things are possible. So let's turn to the Father in prayer. Gracious, wonderful, heavenly Father, we thank you. We love you and praise you and look to you for guidance on this day. We thank you for your blessed son and his blessed, precious blood that covers us, that heals us, that delivers us. We thank you, Father, for loving us that you sent your son to be the ultimate sacrifice for our sins so that we may become one with you again. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that we should be the ones mindful to listen, Lord, because he is our guide. So we thank you for the Holy Spirit. Lord, you tell us you never leave us nor forsake us. And as you've placed the Holy Spirit inside of us, we thank you, Lord. We are to be mindful for the guidance, for the steps to be ordered. We are to be mindful, Father, of who you are. Father, if there's someone out there today, Lord, someone that has chosen to listen to this podcast today. Father, I pray, I pray, Lord, that they will open their heart unto you and allow your will to be done in their lives. And I thank you for this opportunity, Father. I thank you for blessing me to be able to share this word with others. Thank you so much for who you are. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your greatness. Thank you for being so wonderful. Thank you for all that you are, all who you are. We love you. We praise you and glorify you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, amen. With God, all things are possible. So we can find that in Matthew chapter 19, which I am going to read that. But there's a song. Uh, There's a song. And I was a little uh, confused on the song because my daughter and I were... um, like going through the radio stations and um she's like oh i like that song mom and the first part of the song well i don't know the first part excuse me let me rephrase that the part that um popped up when she was like oh i like this song it said um the ceiling can't hold us like that's the part i heard and i was like what and so that was a little mind-boggling to me the ceiling can't hold us what exactly does that mean so it's in reference to the same saying as the sky is the limit so it means that you can become great you can keep going you don't have to stop like there's nothing stopping you from being great there's nothing stopping you from reaching the goals or reaching the limits that you've set yourself out to do. And I want to share with you today that us trying to do these things on our own, it will be impossible. So yes, there is a limit for us, but with God, there is no limit. Amen. So then this made me think of a gospel song that I, I enjoy to listen to and it's called man of your word and it's by maverick city and i just want to read the lyrics because um one of my giftings is not um a song (laughs) one of my giftings is not singing um but i can read so Um, I'm going to read the lyrics to you, and I think this will be more pleasing to your ears than if I were to sing it. Amen? Um, Okay, y'all don't really have the amen on that uh, (laughs) because I'm just kidding with y'all today. 
Um, so the song reads, I'm not going to sing, the, uh, I'm not going to read, excuse me, the whole song, but there's just some areas in here. Just, I want to point out, it says all things are possible when we believe old chains are breakable when we receive. And I'm reading it like this because I don't want you to miss the point in it. Okay. So with God, all things are possible, right? How are they possible? They are possible when we individually, we are the ones that believe, right? Old chains. So the old me, the old ways, the old addictions, the old lies, the old cheating, all those things are breakable. All those things, all the sinner, the sinner that we once were, right? The chains of that are breakable, but when? When we receive, amen? So when we believe that Jesus died on the cross, right? When we believe John 3, 16, that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. When we believe that God did this for us, that Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice, when we believe these things can take place, when we believe all things are possible with God, when we believe, because if I don't believe, how can I receive, correct? How can I receive if I don't believe? And the song continues to say, you keep your promises. If you said it, we believe it. Then there's another part. Um, and it says here, we have this confidence. You'll finish what you've started. God, you have never failed and you won't start with me. You're present in every step, patient in every heartache. God, you have never failed and you won't start with me. Amen. So we should have this confidence that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's within his will. That's when I'm believing in Christ Jesus. I'm not going to sit here and stand on a mountaintop and believe that I can fly and say, okay, God, let me fly. I believe that I can fly. Let me fly. The sky's the limit. That's foolishness right there, okay? Because that's not the reality. When we believe in God and believe that all things are possible through him, that means that in my circumstance, all things are possible. It might look weary, dreary, and gray, but all things are possible. When we receive the doctor's note, all things are possible through God, okay? What we have to realize is, it's that it is in his will. Whatever it is that's in his will, will remain. Whatever it is that's in his will, will come to pass. Why? Because it's the will of God over our life. And when we surrender to that, when we surrender to the will of God in our life, when we look to God, when we believe in him, when we love him, when we have that relationship with Jesus, because we cannot get to God unless we believe that Jesus died on the cross, right? That Jesus died on the cross and on the third day, God raised him from the dead. Amen. That is why uh, he tells us that all things are possible with God. See, we're always trying to look for the money in things. We're always trying to look for the, the financial aspect, the financial blessing and things. And we have to understand that God is our provider for all things. It does not necessarily just have to be a financial blessing. 
He provides for us in so many ways. He is the God of possibilities. You don't even, it doesn't even have to be a financial thing. It could be somebody blessing you with something. Maybe you've lost your mom, lost, you know, not, you know, your mom has passed away. Your dad has passed away, an uncle, a, a spouse, a sibling, someone has passed away in your life. And what God does is he provides what we have lost through, through others. Um, I, my mom passed away when I was a teenager. And so just through my life, as I was seeking God's face, there were women that came in my life that stood in as a mother role. Did they take the place of my mom? Absolutely not. But what they did do is fulfill the need of that uh, that time. The, they fulfilled the need God placed in them to help fulfill the need that what I was going through at that time, whether it was just an ear, if it was counseling, if it was a shoulder to cry on, if it was a guidance, if it was whatever it might have been. We have to stop looking to God just for financial monetary blessings. With God, all things are possible when we believe. So we believe that it is possible that we can receive healing in our bodies if that is the will of God for our life, right? We believe that God will make a way out of no way, right? But we have to believe that God is the God of possibilities. I can't sit here and just not have faith. I can't sit here and not trust in him, but say, oh yeah, God's going to do this for me. God's going to do that for me, but not have a relationship. That's just like, I can't walk up to a random woman and say, hey, um, you're going to be the grandmother of my children. And she's going to look at me like, hey, you're crazy. I don't have a relationship with her. I, I can't just walk up to a guy and say, hey, I'm calling you my dad today. I need to borrow $50. No. That's not how that works. If you don't have a relationship with somebody, that's kind of awkward, right? Not only awkward for us, but that it's just, it doesn't feel right. It's just not right. And that the person is less likely to do something for you because they don't have a relationship with you. Amen. So when we look to God and to know that all things are possible through him, we have to have a relationship with him. Because I'm going to trust, I'm going to believe because I've seen God work in my life. And if you have not had your eyes open to see what God has done for you, you just take it for granted. You're just saying, oh yes, amen, God will do this, God will do that. Because maybe you've seen it through other people, but you haven't received it for yourself. You have to have that experience for yourself in order for you to have your aha moment with God, to have that moment where you truly believe who God is, where you truly know that you have a relationship with Christ Jesus. How do I know if I have a relationship with Christ Jesus? Because I'm spending time with him. That's how I know because he's the Holy Spirit speaks to me. How do I know that? Because I spend time. How do I know that God is my father? Because his word tells me that. And I know that I can run to my father who is the father of possibilities, that all things are possible through God. All things are possible when we come through the blood of Christ Jesus to our heavenly father. And so I wanted to read in Matthew chapter 19. I usually love to read the whole chapter, right? Because you, you just received the whole thing. So I just want to encourage you to read chapter 19 on your own. And I'm just going to start in verse 16. And it says, Matthew chapter 19, verse 16. And this is um, the New Living Translation. Someone came to Jesus with this question. Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? 
Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied. There is only one who is good. But the answer to answer your question, if you want to receive eternal life, keep the commandments. Which ones? The man asked. And Jesus replied, you must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. Honor your mother and father. Love your neighbor. Excuse me. Honor your father and mother. Love your neighbor as yourself. I've obeyed all these commandments. The young man replied, what else must I do? Jesus told him, if you want to be perfect, go and sell all of your possessions and give the money to the poor and you will have a treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. But when the young man had heard this, he went away sad for he had many possessions. Now, right here, do you really think that Jesus wanted him to go and sell everything? The reason Jesus said that to the man is because he knew his heart. He knew where that man's treasure was. His, his treasure and his heart was with his possessions. He wanted to hold on tight to those things. He knew his heart. That's why he said that. Now, does God want us to go out and sell all of our stuff? Uh, if he's placed that on your heart to do, but he was testing this gentleman to say, Hey, will you sell and get rid of all those things? Give those to those in need, give it to those in need and come follow me. Because that's the thing. When we follow Jesus, we can't follow the things of the world. He, this young man was sad because he was like, Hmm, I have to give up all my stuff to follow Jesus. Hmm. No, I'm good. And so he walked away. Is that how we are? Is that how we have been? I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up adultery. What? I if, to follow Jesus, I have to give up adultery. To follow Jesus, I have to stop lying. To follow Jesus, I have to love my neighbor. To follow Jesus, I have to honor my father and mother. To follow Jesus, I can't steal anymore. I can't murder. And when we're not willing to give up these things, we're not willing to follow Jesus. So that was his whole point. Not that, not that physically or not that literally he really wanted the man to sell all of his stuff. It was to, to show him like those things are more important to you than I am. And so my prayer today is that you all will not allow the things of this world to be more important to you than your relationship with God. And yes, I even mean your family. Yes, I even mean your job. Yes, I even mean your bank account your car, whatever that addiction is, whatever that sin is, you must give those things up. Does that mean leave them and run away? My family? No, it means that we have to place God first in our life. Well, how do I do that? How do I place God first? I wake up each day giving him thanks. I wake up each day saying, thank you, Lord, for this new opportunity that I can share your word with someone else today. Thank you for allowing me to be on this side so I can enjoy my family. Thank you for allowing me to be on this side so I can be able to enjoy the things you have provided for me. So putting God first and foremost in your life, if there comes a decision that you have to make for work, a family decision, a financial decision, go to God, Father, lead me, guide me, Lord, what is your will for my life? Because we have to remember, God looks at the big picture for us. He looks at years from now. He's the beginning, he's the end, right? He knows all things that are gonna take place. He has greatness for you. And Jeremiah tells us that he has good things for us, not of evil. He has a plan for our lives. And I paraphrase that completely. And so we have to remember when God has a plan for our life, it's of good and not of evil. When we're walking in his will, he will fulfill that in us. 
But when we are consumed in the world, when we are consumed in sin, he will allow us to live in that sin. He will allow us to live in that world. And it's not until we realize that we don't need those things, meaning I don't need those things to control my life. I love my husband. I love my children, but I put God first. I love my home. I love my vehicles. I love all the things that the Lord has blessed me with, but I will not put them before God. So if I have to make a decision, I'm going to God first because I know that he is going to lead me in the right direction. How do I get the answer or receive the answer from God? Great question. How do I receive that? By spending time with God. It might not be a quick answer right away. It might take a week. It might take a month. It might take a year. But being persistent in prayer, seeking God, not badgering God. God, God, are you doing this for me or not? God, God, no. It's to say, Father, have your way in my life. Lead and guide me, Lord. Make it plain for me because I'm a simple person. And these are my prayers. Father, make it plain for me because I'm a simple person. Sometimes I miss your signs. Sometimes I miss the revelation that you're giving to me. Lord, please make it plain for me so I can receive your word and follow your will. Amen. And that's what he does for us. He makes all things possible in our lives and you're like it might not be what your possibilities or what your way seems to be but it's going to be the way of god and once we surrender unto that when we give that true trust to him when we give that true faith to him there's nothing to worry about he wants us to do our part which is praying which is spending time with him which is studying the word of god which is to be mindful of who he is in our life and that we represent him every day. Being Christ-like, being a Christian is a 24-7 lifestyle. It is not by any means something that we do when we go to a church service. It's not something we do to put on a front in front of people. It is your way of life. It's your way of worship. It's your way of speech. It's your way that you walk. It's the way that you act because you love God so much. And we are all work in progress. We all are a work in progress. We don't just go through, I used this the other day and I thought it was pretty good how the Holy Spirit showed it. Like how you go through a car wash, you know, you choose like, what do you want clean? Do you want the wax? You want the hot wax or not? Do you want your tires are clean or not? Right. And so it, we're, we're standing at the beginning of this car wash, this salvation wash, right? This cleansing wash for Christ. And we stand there and some of us take a little longer to get through the wash, right? Sometimes it's a quick wash and you just get right on through because you didn't need much cleaning, right? Maybe I just uh, splashed uh, some of the bugs on the windshield, you know, and maybe I just need a little quick wash. Then there's other times when you go mud bogging and you get so dirty, you're going to need the thorough wash. If you don't know what the mud bogging is. That's when, you know, you're in a vehicle and it's just mud everywhere and you're just going through and it's getting all over your vehicle. I've never done it before, but I've just seen vehicles around me that have been like that. So they need a deeper clean and that's our spirit. That's our souls. That's our bodies, right? That's, that's us, what we have to go through. So some of us can go through a quick wash and there's others that take a little bit longer and that's okay. Whatever your journey is, cause it's personal and it's no one else's business. It's not for me to judge anyone. It's not for me to judge or look at anyone or to examine anyone. It's for me to examine myself. And through the word of God, it does a constant reminder of how we 
we are to examine ourselves. Amen. So I want to encourage you today, examine yourself. Put the face on of uh, spending the time with say, God, what are the possibilities that you have for me? Father, in my circumstance, in my situation, I know that you are the God of possibilities. Lead me, guide me. I'm here, Lord. I'm going to face who you have created me to be instead of facing who I think that I am within myself. I know, Lord, that I'm nothing without you. I know I cannot do anything without you because why? All things are possible with God. There are limits with humans, but there are un-eternal un, un limits with God. Amen. So gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for your word today. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for moving in this place. Thank you for moving through the, the podcast. I pray that someone's heart and mind have been touched today. Father, I pray that someone has received this word today deep within their hearts, Father God, deep within their bellies, Lord, deep within their minds, Father, that they will take the time to examine themselves and to look to you because you are the God of possibilities. You are the God that does all the possible things for our lives, Father God not in our own ways, not in our own wills, but in your will, Father. So we thank you for that. And if there's someone out there that has not given their life to you, Father, I pray that today is the day that they will receive you. Father, we know that these days are and these end times are, are coming to pass, Father God. Your word, the revelation is coming to pass. So Father, I pray that there's someone listening today that will reach out to you, Father, cry out to you to receive Jesus Christ as their Savior. Father, that they may live an eternal life with you because that's what your word tells us, Lord, if we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouth. So Father God, today, may we all believe in our hearts, Father, that you are the true and living God. May we all today, Father, receive in our hearts your true love, who you truly are, Father, we thank you. We thank you that you will ignite the Holy Spirit inside of us. Father, that we will see clearly through the blood of Jesus. And we thank you for this opportunity today that we will confess with our mouths and we will not be ashamed of your gospel. We will not be ashamed of your word, that we will share your word with others, Lord, that we will spread your good news. And we thank you for this opportunity on today. Father, as we examine ourselves and you examine us, Lord, we turn every and all sins that we have committed past times and current times over to you. We ask for the cleansing of the blood of Jesus to come over us now. We ask for the blood of Jesus to clean our minds and clean our hearts, that we may have a Christ-like thought, that we may have a Christ-like love for others. And we thank you, Father God. We thank you for this time of salvation, Lord, that we don't have to wait, that we can receive you right now, right here and right now. And we thank you. We thank you for your salvation. We thank you for eternal life. We thank you that there was one, that there was two, that there were 50, 100, 5,000 that have received you on this day. Father, we know that the heaven rejoices, that the angels in heaven rejoice as we rejoice with one another on your salvation today. We thank you, Lord. Fill us with your Holy Spirit, fruits of the Spirit. 
We ask that you fill us now with your joy, fill us with your peace, fill us with your love, replace, remove those things that were not like you, Father God, and fill us with all of you. Fill us with your patience and kindness and gentleness and love and self-control. We look to you today and we glorify you because you're worthy of it all. In Jesus' mighty name, we praise you. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. So thank you so much for joining today. Remember, you can find us on the World Wide Web at youareloveministries.us. You can also find us on, um, I haven't been doing the Instagram much, but we do have a TikTok page. It's um, Kingdom Clips with You Are Love Ministries. We also have um, Facebook and um, we welcome you to join us. Uh, Also, if you want to email us, we would love to help encourage you in your relationship with Christ. You can find us through through email at youareloveministries at yahoo.com. It's all spelled out Y-O-U-A-R-E-L-O-V-E-B-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time. You are loved.